0: Hi, everybody. I am Peter Travers. This is Popcorn, where we tell you what is popping in the culture. And today, my guest is Jared Harris, Emmy nominee for Chernobyl. And we're kind of here to celebrate that and the success of this series, which, like I was saying to you before, how did it happen? How did people get so interested that they told their friends about it and said, I'm going to watch Five hours about a nuclear disaster. Yeah,
1: that sounds a good way to spend a Sunday evening. Sure, that was an Yeah, <laughs> to You, yeah, you're like, you I'm said, gonna yes. watch that." <laughs> yeah, word of mouth. I think oh, there's no substitute for word of mouth, is there? Um, I think that and that an sort of it reaches If you pardon the the critical mass of people saying this show's great. You really got to check it out. You didn't need that. What was the thing about well, that I, script I, and this I, subject that well, made I didn't you say? Before I said yes, yes. Well, I got you know actually. Uh, they had me at HBO, uh, you know, they said okay, yeah. <laughs> they HBO is doing this series, it's about Chernobyl and I remember, I, I have memories of the event myself, uh, they're sending you the first four of, the f- uh, of episodes and I, I mean like 20 pages into it, I was gripped and uh, Craig did an amazing job and I was absolutely, yeah, I'm on board. Um, and, and the experience of reading it was very much similar to watching it in that you were you were fascinated it was gripping it was surprising there was a lot of information that you weren't aware of at the time and i remember i was alive at the time and i remember it being reported in the news um i was deeply moved by the sacrifice and the heroism of the people involved um, and um and there's a lot of very clever aspects to it if you think about it. i mean craig you know he's a he, he has a very successful podcast where he talks about screenwriting and he, he brought his knowledge of, of the different genres to bear, if you like, because mm-hmm. that first episode, he's constructed it. It's almost like a sort of horror story. And then episodes two and three are the political thriller, and four is a war movie, and five is a courtroom drama. Mm-hmm. Um, All so it coming was always, together. Yeah, it's like, and it was shifting the whole time, so you never quite knew what to expect.
0: Why are people now going to Chernobyl and taking selfies? What, what, come
1: on. Because I know
0: the what world is, is
1: topsy turvy in yeah. many in many ways, but really, well, it's also what I you mean. They're taking selfies and they're not even half dressed. They've That's got their right. butt hanging out. That's I mean, right. They're doing that too. I mean, you wouldn't go to you wouldn't go to you wouldn't go down to the World Trade Center and do that. It's, it's, I would it's, de- hope not. it's deeply, deeply culturally insensitive. We all knew about it, know about it, but without really knowing about it. That was one of the things I really admired about his, the way that he decided, Craig decided to tell the story, because um, it was momentum, exactly that. Mm -hmm. And he starts with the explosion. He doesn't spend the first hour developing relationships that you see in these sort of 70s disaster films where you have to know everything that's going on. Someone's got a strained marriage or whatever, these things. This thing starts bang with it right right at the top. And, uh, and, and, it, and he followed that momentum of, of the story. That was the propulsion of it. So, yeah, uh, I, I really admired the way that he, he came at this, uh, the, the construction of the story, telling the story.
0: When this show is this acclaimed, when you get this Emmy nomination,
1: what does it mean to you? What does the whole award thing mean to you? Uh, I mean, obviously, it's... <laughs> Better to be nominated than not to be nominated. Oh yeah, well there, <laughs> yeah. there's that. <laughs> I've had that experience does, does as well. Do anything to uh, your head. Do you then uh, do you get any validation out of it? God, I mean I I'm I was really thrilled that it got so many nominations. Mm-hmm. Nineteen was incredible. And for a one off show, a limited series, to, to get recognized across the board at almost every single department, that was really exciting. I was obviously excited for myself as well, and you know the truth is as well. It's, it's like you know, it's a, it's a sort of, it's momentum for from a sort of career point of view. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I, it, it is that. Yeah, so that I mean, obviously it becomes important from that side as well. Uh, um, but yeah, I'm, i i was thrilled to have been nominated. I mean, <laughs> you know.
0: I mean, we all. I've seen you in so many things where I would say yeah he must have won for that you know and we all look at performers that way and we say that was terrific and we remember do we remember in the end three years from now who actually won it maybe (laughs)
1: not you know when I was I've been nominated for an Emmy once before for Mad Men and I think 30 or 40 minutes after I lost, I was in the, the bar and someone congratulated me on winning. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> did, yeah. Uh, <laughs> see, <laughs>
0: and you could just be silent. Oh, I, I didn't it. try and correct him. No, at all. That, I
1: just, I went with who
0: won your Emmy, Jared? Who took that madman? Yeah.
1: I wonder. Yeah, no, Aaron Paul, he was wonderful, yeah, he uh, the, the, he was, I mean, that's the thing about it is when you, when you got, when you get that far, everyone, it, you know, you, it becomes like saying, you know, this year purple was the best color, you know what I mean? It, it, I mean, they're all brilliant performances and they're also brilliant performances that, that didn't get a look in, you know, so. Those two Emmy nominations were for guys who
0: hang themselves. Right. I I don't know what that is. Do you go through scripts now? I don't
1: know. (laughs) What... Where's the hanging Oh my scene? god! Oh my no, god! Oh, you know, I need to see it. Because what was going to happen after this is probably every script that needs a sort of Russian scientist, I would be sent. And now you've just <laughs> n- now you've opened <laughs> up another door. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this guy hangs himself. Send it to Jared Harris. Obviously, it's
0: working. <laughs> no, here it is. Let's let's do it, Jared. You it, it's you grew up around this, you know your father and your mother in this business, you know? Your brothers are basically sure. in it yeah. too. Yeah. There
1: was like no escape. I know, we were too this dumb to do anything else. <laughs> Did you even consider it? Uh, I, they thought, cause I'm the middle child. So I was always, you know, you have to fight your corner as the middle child. So I was very argumentative. So they thought that I'd be a lawyer. Um, something like that. You know, the way that families decide, they, they start assigning roles to the children, and I didn't really like the role that, that was headed my way, That I so I came to America, I went to Duke University. How did the family take you they going to? They were thrilled, to... because I was the first member of the Harris family that had gone to college on my father's really? side, yeah. Wow. So my, they, were, they were thrilled. You did. T- I know.
0: And what was this? Because. Every time somebody's on who's gone through the British school system, I—I had my own version of it. But there's always some kind of discipline that goes on in those schools. Yes. yes. Did you have one of those schools where they basically
1: tortured you? Yeah. Our our favorite movies were prisoner of war movies. (laughs) We used to. We used to. Made it feel like calm. Yeah, we would we'd watch them and we'd decide which one is sort of the, the German guards were the, the teachers and we'd decide who we were in the story. I actually, I was part of an escape committee at the school and planned an escape for, for two boys. <laughs> Wait, yeah.
0: And you made it to North Carolina.
1: Yeah, oh that was different. No, yeah, it was later, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got out later. Yeah, yeah that was my escape. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: you did yeah. it. But you also, since your dad is Richard Harris, he's at home. What is he teaching you? What well, is he saying to you?
1: Yeah. Because um,
0: he's so larger than life, he Yeah, was. absolutely. From the sporting life when I first saw him to when he was Dumbledore, mm.
1: he was... Huge. <coughs> I mean, you never, you never properly got the sense of his personality on screen, because um, he always had to, uh, he had to dampen it down for, for the camera. Um, and the size of his personality, the strength of his personality, if you, you needed to see him on stage to get that because he would fill the whole space. And uh, uh, and he enjoyed being himself, really, really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, I'd be at restaurants and he'd start telling a story and then he'd notice that this person over here is eavesdropping, so he'd move his chair so that he's to acknowledge that that person's watching and then he'd see that person is so he pushes chair further back so I mean by the end of the story the whole restaurant's listening and he hits the punchline and they all applaud and he'd I mean yeah he'd love it I mean so what are you doing as this child I was very shy I really didn't think that I was going to be an actor I I went to Duke and um, I didn't really have a plan. I remember, you, you go through that thing called orientation week. You arrive there a week early before the mm-hmm. rest of the school gets there, all the freshmen there. And it's a giant campus, and they try to orientate you as to where the campuses, the classrooms are, where the referee is, the food hall and everything. And um, and then each night, they would have a mixer where you'd have a keg of beer and a pizzas. You know? And, and um, I remember it was it was Sunday. And I realized, oh my God, I'm back in school. Monday, I'm back in school. I've been in school since I was seven. Boarding school (laughs) since I was seven. And I thought, well, I've sort of, part one of the plan worked. It's like I've gotten out of, I've gotten away from home and I got to the States, but I can't quite consider the consequence, which is I'm back in school. (laughs) And I thought I couldn't figure out why am I done this to myself? Because I could have been out. You Could know? have been Yeah, because my elder brother was 17, boom, and he was out. No more <laughs> school. And, um, and I just saw a flyer on the table, and it said it was a free keg of beer at Branson Theatre. And um, there was a mixer there, and I thought, oh, I'm just, just gonna, I'll just go there, and I'm not going to think about it. I'm back in class tomorrow. And I went there, and I, I, I obviously must have been curious about what my father did. I must have been but i really did not think that i was going to have a career as an actor or anything like that i just i was really very very shy you know and I, and in america at college no one knew anything about me and i could i could just fig- just discover my my own my myself my personality my own interests and and very quickly i went i start i auditioned and I love the community. I love the, the camaraderie of theater. I like the idea you have a very intense goal, a very intense relationships to try and get this thing on and put it in front of people. And, and I love the adrenaline of it. Um, I love the learning part about it because you study the play and then you have to study all the offshoots and of And clearly it. still do by your face and by looking at you, it's still there.
0: But nice. I, I remember seeing you in an early movie you did where, <laughs> Sometimes you say, how do you get cast in something? How does it happen? Where you played Andy Warhol. Oh, yeah. So you th- that's what I'm looking at. You've just described how you were growing up, what you studied, how you did it. And in, in Hollywood, they say, why don't you play Andy Warhol?
1: Well, I mean, initially, uh, yeah, I went in to, met, to meet Mary Harron for that. and. Yeah. Um, i mean I, I i saw it as an opportunity, and it was uh I, I met mary and, and said, "Look, i'll don't ask me to come back in three days' time i give me a Give me a couple of weeks and then you'll have an idea of how close <laughs> I can get to the part and um So I went off and I did a lot of research, and I came back in and i well and it came in in character from right from the off walking into the office. I also thought to myself, Andy would never put himself in this position where he was under this much pressure. He'd try and flip it on somebody else. So I brought a video camera in and I I made a video uh, uh, tape of them auditioning me so that they would feel self-conscious. But, but, you know, talking about dramas, uh, about college, when that movie came out here in New York, my first acting teacher and director had moved to New York. And uh, taking a different job, and I said, "Come to the premiere with me. You know, it'll be great. You were my first acting teacher. It'll be be (laughs) really good." So we we do the red carpet, and we're working our way up the red carpet. And um, uh, somebody asked, he says, oh, he was your first director, first teacher. You must be so proud. Here he is, his name up in lights, the premiere in New York City. He goes, yes, I'm very proud. So you must have, all those years ago, you must have seen something special in him. He said, no, I didn't see anything special in him. He I was doing an English play. I needed someone to keep an eye on the accents for me. <laughs> truly inspiring <laughs> you
0: know? yeah. that's it to do it made that. me laugh it was so good oh, I mean I just think when I, I I think you're impossible to typecast I just don't think it happens now I've tried
1: to make that the case you yeah, really even I when you've you played different. a lot of
0: actual people you know you, you've done John Lennon you played Ulysses S. Grant in, in Lincoln mm. you uh, you've just do this Chernobyl you know right up to that to doing it do you take those people home with you
1: uh, are they in there i remember I mean whilst you're doing it they 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 stay with you, and once you 've finished it, actually the hardest thing is to prepare a role that you don't get to do because mm-hmm. that guy that person rumbles around inside you because you never got to never came out. to do it yeah, yeah. Um, I remember that when I was doing warhol and and you know doing the research and everything i would have very gossipy conversations with my mother on the phone which i didn't have afterwards and i sort of regretted not i don't know what it was but but he was a huge gossip and he'd sit and chat to people on the phone and get them to tell them everything about what they did that day and um so uh, So andy brought
0: that out yeah your mom yeah this is a good thing yeah it was all right
1: uh i i've i've Fascinated by Ulysses S. Grant, and would love to go back to that character and to that story. Um, I was deeply impressed by um, how misunderstood uh, mm. he he is, but also that his story is and and um, and that his reputation is uh, is so at odds with 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 what he did. Yeah. Well, you played too many characters that died, so
0: you're kind of destroyed for sequels. I
1: know, it's yeah. bad, it makes it's just, it's constantly not. having
0: to find a new job, <laughs> okay. yeah, it's really difficult. It's we have to have one question from the internet, okay. from outside, and let's see. Melissa C says, brilliant series, gave me shivers.
1: Was it tough to leave the weight of the role behind each day when you'd leave the set? Um, no, because you had another tough day coming the next day. <laughs> And you were uh, just look constantly looking forward, trying to make sure you were going to be... And then particularly that, la- that episode five, which was a sort of, I it was like a 24-page monologue, mm-hmm. you know. So y- you always had something in front of you that you had to focus. So as soon as it was finished, you were on, yeah. So Monday's always coming and you have to You're go back all, to school. Uh, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this, yeah.
0: Is, this is the way it is.
1: But we'd keep it, we, I mean, Stellan and Emily and myself, we'd keep it light, and Johan, you know, when when you didn't need to be, you'd have a laugh and have a joke. I would think you'd have to. You'd have to, you otherwise know, you'd go numb. This, you really would, yeah. you can't do that.
0: Well, Jared, you, this is the first time you've been on the show. It is. So I'm yeah. thrilled. Thank and you very much. And I hope much. you come back many times. I would love to. You don't know that we end every show in song. I, I did not know. No, You're making no. that up. I don't. I don't make it up. Everybody can yeah. can admit. Yeah. No, it's no, never. They're no, they're their not. Head. No, they'll <laughs> yeah, swear yeah. to it. Yeah. we've never. Right, you kick it off then. Off you go for guys. I'll go with you. I can start and finish what you begin, but if it doesn't begin with you, how do you start? what I begin? I don't that know. That doesn't sound right it's a, to me. It's a you conundrum. haven't done this before. I, ha- I swear <laughs> to you. I swear on all my popcorn that everyone sings just a little, not a whole song we just i, I need something
1: but you start it.
0: melodic from you, you start that it. you name and then
1: you i'll start, start it. oh i see i yes. have to name it and then you'll start yes, singing it i will <sighs> oh come on uh thunder road by bruce springsteen
0: i can't begin it though
1: it's not gonna work then is it
0: it is gonna work <laughs> come on just begin it that's it and it'll be over in seconds and there'll be no Monday.
1: <laughs> I'm quite great. But you, you said that you start so I would if I knew it. All right, give me a song that you know then and I'll name it.
0: But that's just the contest of naming. It isn't. I feel that. You know what you did in The Crown? You did. And I'll start with that.
1: Oh. Okay. I'm
0: wild again. Beguiled again. A simpering, whimpering child again.
1: Be, that's the title bewitched, yeah. bewitched bothered and bewildered is that right? yes how's it going am, am I, I?
0: <laughs> well you did hold that note Thank for you. a long time so I, you get a
1: pass oh wait I didn't know being judged <laughs> you, what, 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 what would we do if we're singing we're uh, yeah. always judged? by the way good voice you got some pipes on you that's not working, because yeah. next time you're back... I'm trying, i
0: Next time I am trying to want, buddy you up. I want the
1: whole song <laughs> yeah. where I say nothing. But she sang that, you sang her part, and then I did my... Yeah. You did, you yeah. just did a little A little that. bit. I forgot the words, man. No. I forgot I, can, I can do I can Your Road. You're trouble, but, do but it's Thunder okay. Road.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. you
1: should have done it. Yeah, but you said you'd started it. <laughs> Learn Thunder Road. When I come back here, we'll sing the Road together. Somehow that's a trick, and I'm just not going for it, but I'm still thrilled you're here. <laughs>
0: Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Thank <That's> you. <laughs>